RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Like any true son of Dixie, Phil was brought up on stories about the glory of the South during the Civil War. By chance, he becomes an honorary officer of the Confederate Army. And in just a moment, we'll find out what cools off his hot Southern blood. But first, this word from RCA Victor. An RCA Victor superset, the Meredith, sets a new high in television performance, a new high in value. Yes, now you can buy the RCA Victor Meredith at the wonderful low price of only $399.50. And the Meredith is big 21-inch television set in a beautiful contemporary-style console cabinet. It brings you television with picture power. You get clearer pictures, stronger pictures, steadier pictures, even in the most difficult reception areas. And the Meredith's low price of $399.50 is the complete price. It includes federal excise tax, full-year warranty on the 21-inch picture tube, and no extra charge for mahogany finishes. Remember the name, Meredith, RCA Victor's 21-inch console superset. Be sure to see the Meredith tomorrow at your RCA Victor dealers. Get the television that's setting tomorrow's quality standards, RCA Victor. And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Faye and Bill Harris. Last night, Phil was honor guest at a freshman dance at UCLA. The dance was dedicated to the theme, The South Will Rise Again. <laughs> Phil was made an honorary colonel in the Confederate Army and given an officer's uniform. Phil has taken this seriously and is really <laughs> living the part. Honey, send the chillin' in here with some old mint. I'm fixing to run off another batch of them juleps. <laughs> Oh, no, there goes old flannel mouth again. <laughs> I wish he'd take off that Confederate uniform. He's been wearing it all morning. <laughs> That's nothing. He wore it to bed last night. <laughs> Did you ever sleep with a cold saber against your back? <laughs> how long is he going to keep this up? I don't know. Willie, why don't you go in and tell him how silly he's being? I'm not going in there. Every time he sees me, he starts yelling, It's General Grant! <laughs> Chases me around the room with his sword. Why don't you go in, Alice? Oh, no thanks. He's liable to think I'm Fort Sumter and fire on me. Oh, we'll go in, Mommy. Daddy wants us in there anyway. Well, what for? It's time for our cotton-picking lesson. <laughs> oh, sis, he's off his trolley. There's no cotton to pick around here. Daddy took care of that. He lined up three dozen bottles of aspirin, and we have to pick the cotton out of them. <laughs> Eddie insists that we talk with the southern accent all the time. Oh, with a southern accent, huh? Well, if that's what he wants, we'll give it to him. But oh, good. Oh, I wish I was in the land of cotton. Here he comes. I now remember, let's all give him that southern way, accent as heavy as we can. Look away, Dixieland. Morning, folks. Hi, y'all. <laughs> 
house if it ain't my little old pappy. It's old man River himself. Sure nothing. Yuck, yuck. <laughs> well, if it ain't my two little daughters, Harmony and Gretz. <laughs> is my breakfast ready? Why, sure enough is. You just shuffle your little old feet into the little old kitchen and I'll fix your little old breakfast, you little old you. <laughs> Don't get hokey, Magnolia. <laughs> well, all right, what do you want for breakfast? Well, I'll tell you, ma'am. I'd like some chitlins, turnip greens, black-eyed peas, locks, and hush puppies. <laughs> what are hush puppies? You don't know what hush... I'll thank you to pack your carpet bag and leave. <laughs> Why don't you stop acting like a child? Take off that silly uniform. Silly uniform? Magnolia? Stop calling me Magnolia. Very well. Lily Bell. Bill, <laughs> that's enough. I'm not going to stand for any more of this. Now take the uniform off and forget the whole thing. I will not. I'm proud of this uniform. Hey, I'll get that. You've got to admit that uh, I look very romantic in it. Hiya, Curly. Well, if it ain't Gaylord Ravenall, the riverboat gambler. <laughs> Alice, has he been shampooing his hair with sour mash again? <laughs> Curly, what's that outfit you got on? Oh, this? Oh, this is just my Confederate Army uniform. Let's see. Got tired of wearing your Buck Rogers space suit, eh? <laughs> Please, Ravenall. This uniform is sacred. Well, all right, Curly. I'm... And another thing. In the future, I want you to address me by my military title. Colonel Beauregard Harris. <laughs> yes, sir. Anything you say, sir. I await your orders, Hildegard. <laughs> Beauregard. B-O-W... B-U... D.A., you can call me Sam. <laughs> Curly, what brought this on? Oh, he went to a UCLA dance last night, and they made him an honorary Southern colonel and gave him a uniform, and now he won't take it off. Of course not. But you all being Northerners, uh, you wouldn't understand. Who's a Northerner? I'll have you know I'm from the South, too. Yeah, but I'm from the deep South. I'm from the deepest part. The Sooth. <laughs> the suit Yep That's the real deep part First comes the south Then the soot Then the suit well, I'll be hornswoggled I always thought that you were from the new <laughs> You know that's where Alicia's from The new Oh no no, I'm from the NIST. <laughs> the NIST? Yes. That's the northernest part. Noose, NAS, NIST. All right. <laughs> I'm talking about the real deep south, deep south. I spent many years in the southern tip of Texas. That's nothing. I was born in a deeper part of the south than that. Deeper than the southern part of Texas? Si, senor. <laughs> 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 
Buenos dias, you all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see you get further south than that. All right, all right, boys. Phil, you promised to go to the market for me. Will you please go All right, now? honey, all right, I'll go. Come on, Remley, I want you to go with me. Yeah, all right, Curly, I'll... Wait a minute. You ain't going that uniform, are you? And why not? This uniform is a badge of valor. I want everybody to see me in it. Now, come on, Remley, you can ride with me. I got my horse outside. Oh, Phil. All right, I'll take the car. And you're taking that uniform off as soon as you get home. Why? Because we're going to the sponsor's house for dinner tonight. Mr. Scott ain't going to mind if I wear my uniform, but if it'll make you happy, I'll call him later and ask him if he minds if I wear my uniform to dinner. Okay? Okay. Goodbye, Lily Bell. Come on, Remy. <laughs> hey, Curly, what is this Southern Revival binge you're on? Well, I'm wearing this uniform because, well, gee whiz, it brings back memories of my childhood. Mm-hmm. All the things that I liked about the South. You gonna tell me about it? You can bet your banjo I am. <laughs> <laughs> come with me to Alabama. Let's go see my dear old mammy. She's frying eggs and brawling hammy. That's what I like about the South. Now there you can make no mistakey. Wear those nerves, I'm never shaky. Ought to taste that lay cakey. That's what I like about the South. She's got baked ribs and candied yams, those sugar-cured Virginia hams. Basement full of those berry jams, and that's what I like about the South. Hot cornbread and black-eyed peas, you can eat as much as you please. Cause it's never out of season, that's what I like about the South. Eh, don't take one. Have two, they're dark brown and chocolate too. Suits me, they must suit you, cause that's what I like about the South. Down where the cane grows tall, down where they say you all walk on in with that southern drawl, cause that's what I like about the South. It's down where they have those pretty queens keep a dreaming, those dreamy dreams. Well, let's sip that absolute New Orleans, that's what I like about the South. Come old Bob with all the news, got the box back coat and the button shoes, but he's all caught up with his union dues, and that's what I like about the South. He come old Roy down the street, oh, can't you hear those scuffling feet? He would rather sleep than eat, and that's what I like about the South. Now every time I pass your door, you act like you don't want me no more. Why don't you shake that head and sign? I'll go walking right on back, on, on, on and on and on. Honey, when you tell me that you love me, then how come you close your eyes? Did I tell you about the place called do I diddy It ain't no town, it ain't no city, it is awful small, but oh, so pretty will do, what? I didn't come here to criticize, I'm not here to sympathize, but don't tell me those no good lies, cause lying gal, I do despise. You love me like I love you, send me 50. PDQ, rose are red, and violets are pink, I'm gonna get old 50, I don't She's got backbones and butter beans, ham hocks and turnip greens, you and me in New Orleans, and that's what I like about the style. Quite a crowd in this market. I never... Hey, Ram. Hmm? What's all that clanging? Nothing. 
Just your sword banging up against the canned goods. <laughs> Curly, do you have to wear your uniform? It looks ridiculous. Don't be silly. I look resplendent in my uniform. Morning, miss. Hey, Ramley. Huh? <laughs> look at him. Everybody's giving me them admiring glances. I'll bet you before... Morning, madam. <laughs> Ramley. I didn't touch her. <laughs> Your uniform scared her. Poppycock. Everybody knows that this proud emblem of the Confederacy... Uh, pardon me, sir. I saw your young, uh, southern uniform, and I thought you could help me. Well, uh, gladly, madam. What can I do for you? I put a penny in the machine here, and nothing came out. And I want you to give me back my penny. What are you asking me for? I don't work here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were a Dixie Cup demonstrator. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> One thing I can't stand, it's a supermarket comic. <laughs> Remley, breathe on her butter and meld it. <laughs> Curly, you're making a scene. Come on. Hey, there's Julian. Call him over and give him your order so we can get out of here. Yeah. Boy! Oh, boy! Come over here! I'm coming, I'm coming up! Oh, no! Drop the net! <laughs> Be funny, wise guy. No cracks. What do you expect when you come in here wearing that tattletale gray underwear? <laughs> this ain't no underwear. It's my army uniform. I knew it looks like underwear. <laughs> Julius, this is the uniform of the Confederate Army. It is? Well, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, Sully, in the grand uniform of the Confederacy. This is an insult to us Southerners. <laughs> Use as a suddener. You mean you all can't tell? Hey, Julius. We <laughs> all can't tell, can we? Hey, Julius, ain't you surprised to see me wearing a Confederate uniform? Oh, no. Every customer I had this morning was wearing a Confederate uniform. Except for the three who are wearing their Julius Caesar suit. All right. <laughs> well, don't you all want to know why I'm wearing it? I know I'm going to get some kind of a cockamamie answer, but I'll ask you. <laughs> why are you wearing a Confederate uniform? Well, sir, last night I went to a Southern rally, and they made me a full colonel. That was last night. Why don't you forget it? Why should I forget it? I'm still a colonel. You're still full, too. <laughs> Mr. Harris, why don't you lie down in the lettuce bin and sleep it off? <laughs> I ain't got nothing to sleep off. I'm serious. Is a thought, though, for the future. I can just get without school. Look, Julius, this uniform was given to me, and I'm entitled to wear it all the time because I am now a full-fledged colonel in the Confederate Army. Mr. Harris, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of the honor that was conferred upon you. And I want 
to take this opportunity to say that it couldn't have happened to a nicer nitwit. Look, can you just get my groceries and I'm going to take them with me? An officer carrying groceries? Oh, no, sir. I couldn't allow it, sir. I shall deliver them myself. Look, you don't have to. Don't worry, sir. I'll get your supplies through the northern lines, even if it means losing me little life. Will you just tell me what time you're going to deliver the groceries? At midnight, sir. <laughs> and you'll know how I'm coming if you watch the old church steeple. Church steeple? <laughs> yeah. One if by land and two if by sea, and I on the opposite shore shall be ready to swim the icy river and deliver your bacon and your wife's goose liver. <laughs> Well, this is all I'm going to take. I ain't going no further. Listen, you, you deliver them groceries. To Why couldn't I have gotten the goose liver? You deliver them groceries this afternoon, kid. Come on, Remley, let's get out of here. Nice boy, huh, Curly? Oh, lovely child, lovely. He's got all the charm of a charwoman's knee. Come on, let's get home. Hey, Remley, when we get home, remind me, I'm going to have to call Scott and find out if it's all right for me to wear this uniform. Hey, Curly, that woman just leaving the market, isn't that Mrs. Scott? Where? Hey, yeah, yeah, that's her. <laughs> hey, as long as she's here, I'll ask her. Oh, Mrs. Scott, yoo-hoo! Mrs. Scott, yoo-hoo! Mrs. Scott! Uh, well, I guess she didn't see me. I think she did. She's starting to run. <laughs> well, then she must be in a hurry. Let's catch her. Come on. Mrs. Scott! Mrs. Scott, wait for me! Yoo-hoo! Mrs. Scott, I... Well, Frankie, she disappeared. Where'd she go? She dived into that open manhole. <laughs> she did not. She must have jumped on that brewery truck that was passing. <laughs> wonder what her hurry was. Oh, well, I'll call the Scots when I get home. All right. Now, Cora, calm down. You've been hysterical ever since you came home from the market. <laughs> now, what did you say you saw again? I told you. I was just leaving the market when this wild man in a Confederate uniform gave a rebel yell and started to chase me. <laughs> he was waving his sword and screaming. He had a Confederate uniform and he... Cora, have you been nipping the cooking, Sherry? <laughs> you know I don't drink. Maybe you've got a rusty bobby pin sticking in your head. Or perhaps your garter belt is too tight. Clyde, there's nothing wrong with me. I tell you, I saw a man in a Confederate... I heard you, I heard you, I heard you, and please stop saying it. Now look, darling, you just relax, get plenty of rest, and you're going to be... Lie still, lie still, I'll get it. My mother warned me to check into her family background before I... <laughs> Maybe I'd better give her the ink blot test. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Mr. Scott. Uh, this is Phil Harris. I guess this is just one of those days. <laughs> what do you want, Harris? Well, Mr. Scott, I want to ask you something. Um, when I come to dinner tonight, is it okay if I wear my Confederate uniform? Well, is that all you... Your what? My Confederate uniform. I should have known. <laughs> Harris, uh, were you at the market today? Oh, yeah, I saw your wife there, and I chased her all over, but I couldn't catch her. She <laughs> gets pretty fast on her feet. Harris, do you mind telling me one thing? Why are you wearing a Confederate uniform? Because yesterday, Mr. Scott, 
I was made a colonel in the army of the Confederate States of America. Oh, brother. <laughs> Old brittle brain has finally snapped. You don't, mar- you don't mind if I wear my uniform, do you? No, no. Anything that'll make you happy. Good. Then we'll be over around 7 o'clock. Splendid. I'll be watching for your steamboat coming round the bend. <laughs> Bye. Toot, toot. <laughs> Who was that, Clyde? Phil Harris. And Cora, I owe you an apology. There's nothing wrong with you. It's Harris who's flipped his lid. <gasps> you mean... He's ripe for the Happy Academy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Confederate soldier you saw today. Oh, I should have known. Who else could it have been? Clyde, he's coming to dinner tonight. And he's wearing his uniform. He's liable to be dangerous. Call him and tell him not to come. No, no, no. In his condition, we have to humor him. If he wants to play Civil War, I'll play Civil War with him. If he's going to wear a Confederate uniform, I'll wear a Union Army uniform. <laughs> I'll go out and rent one. Well, why go to all that trouble? Because RCA Victor has a lot of money tied up in this screwball. He has a contract with us. We've got to keep him from going completely overboard until the end of the radio season. After that, he can be Hiawatha if he wants to. Well, I'm not going to take any chances. If he gets dangerous, I'll be prepared. I'm going to call the psychiatric ward at the hospital and tell them to send a couple of men over, just in case. That might be an idea. Tell them not to do anything, but to keep their eye on a man in a Confederate uniform. You better hurry, it's getting late, it's almost 7 o'clock We gotta get started for the scotch I'm ready, dear, and Phil, Phil, thanks for taking off that uniform Well, I got to thinking about it and I figured it might look a little silly to the scots After all, they're northerners, they might not understand (laughs) Besides, well, I don't want anything to upset Mr. Scott He, uh, he sounded a little peculiar on the phone What do you mean, Curly? Well, he said something about watching out for a steamboat (laughs) And then when I said goodbye, he says, toot, toot. I figured. I've been telling you right along, the guy's nuts. He is not. Now, come on, boys. Let's get over to the Scots' house. Well, Cora, how do I look in my union officer's uniform? Uh, rather dashing, don't you think? Oh, Clyde, do you have to go this far? You're being silly. Now, please, Cora, I know how to handle Harris. When you're dealing with a childish mind, you must do childish things. But do you have to wear that awful beard? Well, they sent it along with the uniform, so I might as well wear it and play the part to the hilt. And, Cora, help me out. No matter what Harris does, let's humor him. Just play along with me. All right, I'll humor him. At my age, I have to play games with him. Oh, that must be the showboat now. (laughs) I'll answer it. How do you do, sir? Hello, mister. Hey, Remley, we must have taken a wrong turn someplace. We're in Grant's tomb. (laughs) Uh, Don't you remember me, Colonel Harris? I'm Major Scott. We clashed in battle at Bull Run. Remley, he's got a snoot full. (laughs) No, it isn't that, Curly. His trouble is up here. His picture power is out of focus. (laughs) Oh, oh, he's getting a weak signal in the fringe area. That's it. Scott, uh, do you feel all right? Yes, yes, but I'm a little disappointed. Colonel Harris, you told me you were going to wear your uniform. Why didn't you? Well, uh, well, if I'd have known that you were going to wear yours, I would have worn mine. 
And uh, I'd have brought my cannon with me And we could have bombarded each other <laughs> We gotta keep them happy Who's at the door, Clyde? It's Colonel Harris of the Confederate Army, dear Evening, ma'am Kitchy coo Hey, Remley, here's another squirrel job <laughs> A real cashew, shell and all <laughs> Maybe we ought to go home and, and come back some other time No, 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 no Do come in After all, your husband and I have to discuss the surrender terms Um... Uh, Scotty, maybe we'd better go home and... Well, uh, what's the matter? You a sore loser? You don't have to get mad just because the North won. Well, I ain't mad, but... Who won? <laughs> the North. Oh, the propaganda some people swallow. <laughs> Look, Clyde, I'd better straighten you out. I'll tell you what really happened. We had you licked at the Battle of Oprakakakama. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what you're talking about Lee surrendered to Grant That's what you think I don't think I know Look, our army was at Richmond Come in And our army had your army surrounded oh, Pardon me, me not sir Not now, not now We've got a war to settle Well, who are you gentlemen? We're from the city hospital psychiatric ward We got a call to pick up a man in a Civil War uniform Oh, I'm glad you're here He's starting to get violent The man you want is... We can see him, lady Okay, Ulysses, get your coat and come back. <laughs> Who, me? You've got the wrong man. You were told to pick up a Confederate soldier. Can't you see I'm a Union soldier? <laughs> we know, Pop. You're a Confederate soldier, but you're in a Union uniform because you're a spy. <laughs> That's it. I was... No! Cora, <laughs> tell him, tell him. This man is my husband. You see, this afternoon, I was chased by a Confederate soldier. And when I came home and told my husband... He joined the Union Army so he could save you. <laughs> Lady, you better get your coat, too. No, no, just a moment. There's nothing wrong with us. There's the man you want. Who, me? Ain't nothing wrong with me. You guys can't take me in. Only the military police can touch me. <laughs> And uh, why can't we take you? Because I'm a full colonel in the Confederate Army. <laughs> hey, Joe, we ran into a nest tub. <laughs> get going, Stonewall. Get your hands off him. Now get your hands off him. That man is my husband. And who are you, dear? Betsy Ross? <laughs> I'm Alice Faye. This one thinks she's a movie star. <laughs> Come on, all of you, get outside and get in the wagon. No, 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 wait, oh, wait a minute, you wait a minute. Now, wait, just a minute. Why? Just a minute. There's nothing wrong with these people. I can vouch for them. <laughs> well, you seem to be the only sane one here. What's your name, sir? Frank Remley. That does it! <laughs> Won't you join us? What for? I only said my name was Frank Remley. I know. Nobody in his right mind would admit that. <laughs> Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. Your RCA Victor television set is protected. It's protected by all the knowledge, resources, and experience of the Radio Corporation of America. 
available to you through the RCA service company branches from coast to coast. In practically every television area, city, suburb, or country, RCA factory service is as near as your telephone. And its sole purpose is to make sure you enjoy all the quality and performance built into every RCA Victor television set. Yes, you're protected with RCA factory service and you're assured of the finest reception possible. If you buy the RCA Victor factory service contract, RCA's own technicians will select the proper antenna for your location. They'll install and maintain your RCA Victor set. This includes service and any part replacement at one fixed annual cost. So inquire about a factory service contract tomorrow. And remember, when you own RCA Victor television, with an RCA Victor factory service contract, you're protected with television's greatest combination. This is Phil. We're a little late. Thanks, and good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Remember, whether you're buying a television set, a radio, a Victrola phonograph, or records, put your faith in the cornerstone of American home entertainment for three generations. RCA Victor, world leader in radio and first in television. Next, Theater Guild on the Air stars Frederick March on NBC.